Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, most merciful. Today, inshallah, we are doing a live podcast on TikTok. We are joined by Brother Ramiz Ibrahim from the UK, therapy clinic in London. Make sure you do check him out and make sure you do follow him, inshallah. Hey, walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah. Bismillah. What's going on? So, the way I deal with my kids. And the reason I'm saying that is I want you to understand the mind frame where I'm coming from. Yeah. Uh, I'm very blatant with my kids. I am not, a, I tell you, I'm not a father of Christmas, fairy tale, head in the sand type of father. And I'm not here to give you money, house, or a car. If I have it, bismillah, if I haven't got it, Allah razak, we just wait for it. Yeah. Go make the effort and wait for it. I'm here to teach you life skills. And the point I'm making, cut a long story short, after, I mean, I've given them the spiel, and I've asked them, I won't give them this once or once, oh, I'm not doing this again. I'm not having no grief from you. Don't rebel because we and your mum, even though we're together, we love you. We're not giving you any. We're not giving you any reason to rebel. Mm-hmm. We talk to you. We advise you. I even said to my older daughter, who's fifteen now, she's got started Islamic school for the last two years. Tomorrow you're gonna like a boy. She goes, Ah, oh, Baba, what do you mean? I said, Listen, don't be stupid. It's gonna happen. You're gonna get chatted up. Okay. If he's, you know, he shouldn't really chat you up. If he sends his sister or his female cousin. You like him, give them my number. If he calls me, I keep his forehead, shake his hand, well done, son. Let's go fishing, go camping, let's go masjid, do what we're going to do. Yeah. Tomorrow, you get to an age where you leave the house, I said. And you say, sorry, I'm gone. Yeah. And if you go, don't come back. I said, you know that 99% of the time I validate you, I nurture you, I love you, everything else. But that 1%, if I flip, you know about it. Go, yeah, Baba. I said, okay. So they know. So the point I'm making is you've got to get to a point in your mind the same way that I saw a video the other day and I made a, a new video yesterday based on this. Mm-hmm. People ask, how do you trust someone? How do you get to know someone? You don't. Are like you going to marry somebody? They've got Quran and wearing hijab, maybe near clock, got a beard, praying five times a day. It's all cliche, to be honest. It is. It it's is. Cliche. Oh, we're looking for a husband. Oh, he's got to wear a beard. And, you know. What's in here, man? Oh, she's got to wear a hijab and pray five times. Well, we know all this. Let's like, yeah. We don't have to speak about this. Right. But Very true. You don't know anybody. You get to know the family. You want to know about her? How she's going to be with you? Look at her mum, how she deals with the father before you marry her. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. Because the girls will always follow their mum. This is why now women, men, uh, men are falling short because they're not pulling their... Uh, we're, we're not, we don't break family ties, but we don't be at each other's pockets every single day. Mm-hmm. And I would advise seeing your mother-in-law or your wife send you every 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 day, every week. Yeah. There's going to be that break. There's going to be that little distance there to have the respect still. Right. If you keep seeing them all the time, it'll take liberties. Yeah. That's one. Two, if, you, if we're going to get to a point where we, we're going to trust 100%, you're foolish. You can't trust 100%. What you've got to get to a point is, as the video said, this guy, and I like what he said, yeah. he said, you've got to trust yourself to walk away if anything happens. What, I, what I've learned is going back to what you were saying, it was actually a movie quote, <laughs> and it really hit me hard. Uh, it was uh, Robert De Niro, I think Al Pacino, and there's a movie they made called Heat. And, what, yeah. and he says to Al Pacino, you know, obviously he's the, Al Pacino's a cop, De Niro's like the gangster, right? And he basically said, if you can't walk out of your life within five seconds flat from everything that you own, 
So I thought to myself, you got that five second rule. What are you, what are you attached to? Are you attached to anything in this dunya? Because it's going to leave you. You're not going to have anything. So even if you think you own certain things, even if you think you have a son, even if you think you have a daughter, all these are labels Allah has given to you for a very temporary moment. They're not going to go with you. You know, like they say, you when a person passes away and you see the hearse, you never see like a, a U-Haul truck or something or, uh, you know, all their belongings behind them, do you? You just see the hearse and they go into the grave. What are they taking with them? Taking nothing with you. Exactly. And that's what it is. I think whenever you have these moments in your life, they are simply reality checks. It is Allah's way of saying, I own you, you own nothing. Everything you think you own, you inherited, it's for a very temporary moment. But we will be questioned about it. And that, I think that's what, that's what gives me strength. If I didn't know that, if I, because I know there's a lot of fathers out there who are literally, they, they are killing themselves over their children yeah. because they want, they want that relationship. How, how much of that relationship are you going to try to get and literally punish yourself over? Because you know full well the other person who's in, in that relationship is not going to give you that. And they love the fact that, you know, they want to see you punishing yourself or in any sort of pain whatsoever. And this is what it is. Yeah. Pain, pain is part of life, you know. Don't think that you're not going to suffer. But the, problem, the thing is, yeah. the only way you're going to be able to deal with that is by stepping away, looking at yourself, what can I do to improve my situation? And what can I do to this, for this child? And that's it. That's all you can do. And yeah. I, I think in time, you learn that it is all about where your deen is. Where is your heart with Allah? I always say this, I always ask, remind myself, if my heart is attached to other things apart from Allah, they are simply going to give me a heartache. You can't attach yourself to the kids or the wife or the husband or the car or the no. house or the dinner, whatever it may be. No. You're attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right. And whatever happens, alhamdulillah. Right. And I mean, some people get that wrong where, you know, like we say it belongs to Allah, but you still have to have that, you still have, have responsibility, of course. So I'm not saying that just because you know, even if my son chooses not to spend that time to talk to me or, you know, some people say that they don't have that relationship, but you still got to, you still got to try it for it. You can't just give up. It's not about saying, oh, okay, well, you know, it's Allah's property and I'm going to walk away. It's not that. It's yours for a moment, but what are you going to do? Because you're still going to be tested with it. You're still going to be questioned about it. You know? there's, there's still a connection there with emotionally and everything else. So exactly. It's going to be tested along them lines. Yeah. So it's, it's like where you draw the line, right? Where do you draw the line between um, when, when you're trying to have a relationship uh, with your son or daughter, who, you know, how many children you have? The percentage, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Both parents do it. The percentage leans to who does it, who does it more right. is the mother's. I deal with it all the time. Yeah. It's very rarely fathers are punishing the, um, you know, stop 
you know, very, it's very rarely that the kids are given to the father and then the father stopping the mother um, seeing the children. It's always yeah. the other way around. Yeah. At least 95%, maybe yeah. 99 And I deal with it all the time now, Alia. But you're right, sister, you're right. You're absolutely right. Divorced fathers and mothers yeah, need to punishing the, the other for their failed marriage. The kids need to come first. Absolutely. You know, it has to be a given, it has to be a point where a mother says, you know what, well, that's enough. The children must come first because it's going to backfire. Yeah, it is. Do you want your children to grow up fatherless and be uh, a statistic in society to be a gangster or to be, you know, because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Without the father's disciplining love. Yeah. Without the father's disciplining love and his strength, like a mountain strength, the child's going to go wayward. My advice is, everyone should fear Allah. We know the system is set yeah. to break up families. So even if you do break up, it doesn't work. Divorce. At least know the system is not there for either of you, but it's there to cause anarchy in the family. That's what it's there for. Yeah. And fatherless kids will grow up undisciplined and um, create havoc. You know, as um, Sheikh Hamza Yusuf said, you know, most of the criminals of the... Um, you know, 90s and 2000s, early yeah. 2000s, are the illegitimate children of the 60s, 70s. Yeah. You know, of some hearsay. But to be fair, the judges nowadays are getting more and more um, fair. They know that women are crying domestic violence because they get free housing or whatever they may get free. Because there's no, there's no um, what they call it, legal aid for family law anymore, no, no. unless domestic violence is uh, proven. So as soon as they break up, they, they cry domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Visa. You know? Yeah. No one's blaming anybody. I'm not blaming no. anyone. I'm just saying it is what it is. This yeah. is it. Well, this is good, man. We should do this more often. It's always <laughs> a pleasure. And inshallah, it's, it's, a, it's a, I feel privileged that I've got you as a friend in my life. Well, thank you, man. Things like this, inshallah, you know? That means a lot, man. That means a lot. Thank you. And likewise, Anytime. likewise you, brother. And I really look forward to, inshallah, may Allah allow that to happen, that I can meet you in person, inshallah. That'll be awesome inshallah. this year, inshallah. <laughs> and uh, everyone else here who joined, thank you so much for joining. All right, take care, brother, and everyone else here. Have a nice rest of your day. Assalamu alaikum. Do you have a YouTube channel for the podcast? Well, I'm I'm actually working on that. I'm working on it because uh, I'm trying to get like my camera set up and everything. I'm I'm getting a new camera and new equipment for all that. So, inshallah, yeah, exciting times, man. So, I, I definitely want you on the show. You you're like you're like the VIP list, bro. <laughs> all right, take care, man. Welcome, salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Take care, man.